Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Wagon of 24-7 Sports and BuckNuts.com. Uh, Steve, how you doing today? How we doing? I'm doing well, man. Uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Buckeyes, obviously. Um, first, before we get into, you know, the, all the college football playoff stuff, have not talked to you since uh, they, they lost last weekend. What are your, your your final overall thoughts about the way Ohio State has been playing against Michigan lately? Yeah, I mean, third straight loss to Michigan. What can you say? Uh, Michigan's kind of grabbed control of the rivalry after Ohio State dominated it for two decades. And uh, you have to give Michigan a lot of credit. Uh, before the season even started, I wrote a column and I said, the season is going to come down to the second half of the last game against Michigan and who can establish the run and who doesn't. And uh, it was obvious watching that game that Michigan was able to do that, play keep away from Ohio State the last seven or eight minutes of the game. And uh, the Buckeyes could not get a stop when they needed to. They struggled all day trying to get Travion Henderson going, running the ball. I think he ended up like 19 carries for 60 yards. Just not effective at all. Longest carry was eight yards from a guy who'd been breaking, you know, big plays, you know, since he came back from the injury. So a lot of thoughts about it. The passing game was not what it needed to be, obviously, with Kyle McCord, the two interceptions that really shaped the game. And uh, the first one gave Michigan a touchdown. The last one basically ended the game. He got hit on that play, and the, the ball kind of fluttered up there. And, you know, that's just uh, the way it goes. They were close, 30-24, uh, to 24, had the ball driving for the winning touchdown, but just couldn't finish the drive. And, uh, you know, defeat. Yeah, but, you know, 11-1, and one, uh, still a great season in the playoff hunt. Uh, if things go their way today, kind of a long shot. But, uh, you know, you look at it in, in the overall big picture, if you go 11-1 and one, every year, you're probably going to be in the Big Ten championship game most years and in the playoffs certainly every year. So while you want to, you know, throw out the baby, you know, with the bathwater, I don't think you could do that in this situation. So everybody clamoring for change. I think there are some things that need to be tweaked at Ohio State, but if you're looking for any kind of major overhaul, I don't think you're going to get that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, there's – obviously it's very drastic to go in thinking about like losing your job just for losing one game. Um, you know, I, I talked to a lot of the Ohio state uh, alums and I asked them this question and it's kind of hard for them to really answer. How did, how did Michigan catch Ohio state? Because when you looked at it a couple of years ago on, when urban Meyer was there, it just looked like even if Michigan was close 
there were years that they just were um, just undermanned. It just seemed like yeah. Ohio State just had better athletes. How? What was the turning point for Michigan in catching Ohio State? That is a great question. And I think uh, part of it is I think that Harbaugh, when he got to about a – you know, he's been there, I think uh, – not nine or nine, nine years. I think 15 was his first year. So he got to about year six and he still hadn't beaten Ohio state. And I think that he looked at it when he had openings on his staff, he didn't go for guys that he had worked with previously. He didn't go for veteran coaches. He didn't go for guys that worked with him or his brother. He went for guys that, we're going to go out and kill it on the recruiting trail and bring some new ideas. And I think that uh, that infusion of assistant coaches, younger guys like Sharon Moore, you see him is filling in as the offensive uh, coordinator, acting head coach during the suspension. You see guys that uh, can coach football, lead guys, and it's made a tremendous difference, I think. So they've gotten more out of their players, I think, I hear that their recruiting honestly has not picked up uh, dramatically. And obviously there's still the specter of the, of the spying allegations that are still out there. I mean, that has that been a big part of their success? I mean, you'd say they won this game fair and square. No question about it. They had the better team, went out and won the game. But over the last two and a half years, what, what did they really do uh, you know, in terms of those spying allegations that may have impacted games, we don't we don't know. And the NCAA is trying to sort through it. And uh, my my feeling is that they're probably going to throw the book at them sometime in 2024. But for today, they're playing Iowa for the Big Ten championship, and they're going to be in the playoff tomorrow. So you know, enjoy it for now, I guess. Talking talking to Steve Elwagon uh, on the North Upset Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Highline. Um, he's with uh, 24-7 Sports and Bucknuts.com. Uh, Steve, looking forward, uh, you know, we talked about some things uh, for Ohio State to get into the playoff. Um, what what has to happen in your mind for that long shot scenario to, to take place? Well, it already helped last night that Washington beat Oregon and eliminated them. Oregon has two losses now, so they're out of the picture. Uh, the longest shot of the day is the first game. Texas is a two-touchdown favorite over Oklahoma State. And if Texas wins, they'll be 12-1 and in the Big 12 champions, and they would get in ahead of Ohio State. You figure three spots are taken. Georgia with the win is in. Michigan is probably in, win or lose to Iowa. I don't, you know, they're a three-touchdown favorite over Iowa. And uh, now Washington is certainly in 13-0 and in the Pac-12 champions. So leaves one spot. So Texas would take that spot possibly with a win. And then in the middle section, you need uh, Georgia to beat Alabama, give Alabama a second loss and eliminate them. And then in the evening session, you need Louisville to beat Florida State in the ACC championship game and give them their first loss. And they'd be sitting there. You know, a 12-1, and one, no conference championship, no quarterback. So they're not much of a uh, attractive playoff contender in that scenario. So to me, I, I think, think those are the three results that Ohio State needs today. And just ride it out and see what happens. It worked for them last year. They backdoored their way into the playoff. We will find out uh, today, you know, within a short matter of time, uh, whether they got a shot. If not, most people are thinking they're going to go to the Orange Bowl 
and play Louisville. And, uh, you know, I don't think there'd be a lot of excitement for that. And certainly six or eight Ohio State players probably wouldn't play to preserve their draft stock. And, uh, you know, that would be that. You'd get a good look at the 2024 team, I suppose. Yeah, well, you know, talk about some of those other individuals. What's the chance of Marvin Harrison coming back? We've heard some kind of rumblings that he, he didn't like the, the, you know, the taste that was left in his mouth from losing. Um, but I mean, he, I mean, he can't come back, can he? I, I, like, how would, how could he do that? Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, if you're projected as a top three pick, I mean, over the course of a four or five year deal, that's. I'm just trying to remember, like, what Baker Mayfield got, you know, as a top three, top, you know, a top pick. He got, like, I don't know, 40, 50 million, you know, for over five years or something. I mean, I don't know how, how you, um, how you turn that down. I don't know. So, uh, you know, the big money in the NFL is the second contract, obviously, but, uh, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I would think he's gone, certainly. And then Emeka Buka would have a decision to make. JT Tui Malowal, probably late first, early second round, probably. Those are the big three. And then you get it down into Jack Sawyer, Donovan Jackson, uh, you know, some of the other guys that could turn pro. Oh, certainly Denzel Burke. I think he's probably a second-round pick. So, you know, I look at it. It's a good problem, you know, when you have players that are this good that, that are in the position to go pro. It just helps with recruiting and Everything else, it's just a perpetual churn at this level. You got to keep the talent coming, and uh, you know they showed this year they've got pretty good depth in a lot of places, and can withstand this. Uh, you know, going forward, uh, losing Harrison and Aguka, if that's what it is, would definitely hurt at wide receiver. But uh, you know, you've got Carnell Tate, some young guys, Brandon Ennis there that uh, are poised and ready to step forward. And so, um, you know, we'll just see what the future holds. You know, there's a kid from Washington State who has been rumored uh, to be going to the transfer portal linked to Ohio State. Are there any names that we, we should know about that, that could possibly be coming in from other schools? And if so, it, it, is, is it definite that Kyle McCord is your starter next year? Yeah, that's, that's a tremendous question as well. I think that uh, on one hand, you've got a guy who threw for 3,000 yards, was 11-1 and one as a starter, but in the biggest game of the year, uh, biggest game of every year, he didn't play particularly that well. I mean, the first, you know, the, the first quarter, he and his receivers could not get on the same page. Plus, he had the interception that, you know, gave them the touchdown that ultimately is the difference in the game. And then, you know, as the game went on, the second, third quarters, they moved the ball pretty well. But in the fourth quarter, they they struggled again, and they struggled, you know, trying to to put the ball in the end zone at times. So. You know, I think with with him, you get into spring practice and you give all of your available quarterbacks reps and you find out, is it Kyle McCord? Is it Lincoln Keenholz, the redshirt freshman? Uh, Devin Brown will be a sophomore next year. And then they've got a kid coming from Georgia by the name of Aaron Noland, who's one of the top quarterback prospects in the country. Kind of far to think a freshman would come in and beat out three veteran guys for the job. But if he's there in the spring and, and knocks everybody's socks off, you know, then, then why not? I think part of it is the fact the quarterback doesn't run the football at Ohio State anymore it really limits what you can do offensively. When you had fields, at least he would run it occasionally. 
you know, and certainly with Barrett prior to that, Haskins was not that big of a runner, but uh, certainly Stroud didn't want to run it. And uh, McCord, you know, just didn't have what it took to be that type of a quarterback. So to me, when you, when you take that part of it out of your offense, you're limiting some of what you could do. And McCarthy showed you that in the game last week, he picked up uh, some big yards on a couple of big plays and converted some third downs and, that's not part of your offense. You limit yourself. So, um, you know, it's a tough question, and I think that they're going to get into spring ball and figure it out. Yeah, I think um, it's one of those things that's tough being a quarterback at Ohio State coming after some of the success those other quarterbacks had, you know, getting into it. Um, you know, in terms of the recruiting, um, have you seen any, you know, with 24-7 sports, have you you seen any recruiting, I, I guess, ramifications of losing to um to michigan and where does ohio state rank uh, in the classes so far yeah they've got a pretty good class right now they're in the top five uh i think um i'm at a train crossing so you're going to hear the train whistle go by here but uh <laughs> yeah uh, the um their recruiting has been pretty strong so far for 2024 uh they have got uh a class that's ranked in the top five they just lost uh, a defensive lineman, I believe his name is Justin Scott. He just decommitted from Ohio State and is going to go to Miami of Florida as well. It's believed that that's uh, linked to, you know, name, image, and likeness payments of some regard. You know, it's not supposed to be used as an inducement, but it's being used as an inducement pretty much all across the country right now. You know, the, the promises of what kind of money that the collectives or or whatever can get these players. So, uh, you know, the Nebraska coach came out and said to get a quarterback out of the, the transfer portal, it's one to two million dollars to get a really good quarterback right now uh, out of the transfer portal. So uh, you brought up the player Cam Ward uh, from uh, Washington State a moment ago. Um, I'm not sure if Ohio State is heavily, heavily involved in him. He is not a running quarterback all that much. He didn't do that that much, and Washington State was only two and seven in the Pac-12. I, I, he had some decent numbers individually, but is he the answer? I'm not sure. So, um, yeah, uh, recruiting-wise, they're going to sign this class in a week or two. Uh, they have a signing per- period in December. They had a couple of the recruits. Uh, the Armstrong brothers played for Lakewood St. Ed last night. Did an outstanding job, I thought, in the state championship game there against Springfield and, and uh, won a third straight uh, state championship there at St. Ed's. And I think in a year or two, they'll be in the mix in the offensive line for Ohio State. So with with, um, with what we see today, um, you know, who do you expect to be your final four? Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> it's hard to predict that Texas is going to lose. So I think the three that are that are pretty much locked are Georgia, Michigan, and uh, Washington, I think Georgia, it, it's not a, a lock, certainly that they're going to beat Alabama. They're only a five-point favorite, but uh, Alabama needed that Hail Mary pass last week to get past Auburn. And, uh, you know, where, where, what kind of game are they going to play today? Georgia's been uh, pretty good down the stretch, although they struggled last week with Georgia Tech. So that's the – you're trying to figure out the field you know, that's that's the one game that kind of hinges a little bit. Alabama could win that game. So that's a certain a certain possibility, obviously. So 
but I would say Georgia, Michigan, Washington. It looks like Michigan and Washington would be the two and the three. And then the last spot probably goes to Texas. If you figure Texas is going to beat uh, 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 Oklahoma State today, uh, they beat Alabama early in the season. And it just seems to make sense to me. Uh, Florida State's going to have a tough time, I think. If Florida State wins, you know, then, then there'll be some sentiment for them. But I think for them to win without their top two quarterbacks will be kind of tough. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, you know, them losing uh, their, their quarterback is, is a tough blow to them uh, moving down the back stretch. And, and I think they got another quarterback. I think it's a freshman playing. So, if they yeah. win, I... I all whole, wholeheartedly believe that you know they'll be uh they'll they'll be in um because- yeah it'd be crazy that, th- that this would be the first year I think we'd have four undefeated teams if Florida State uh Michigan Georgia and uh, um whom I missed or Washington already won so uh yeah it would be crazy to have four undefeated teams that would be the field but uh I'm thinking Louisville, uh, you know, has got a good chance to pull that one out, bouncing back from the loss last week to Kentucky. Uh, really quickly, about uh, 90 seconds here, uh, what are your thoughts after seeing Washington and Oregon um, play yesterday? What are your thoughts about the early strength of the Big Ten in 2024? Yeah, it's crazy, Garrett. As of today, the Big Ten for next year has five of the top ten teams. That's nuts. And, uh, you know, obviously Bo Nix and Michael Penix, the quarterbacks, won't be there next year for those two teams. But, uh, man, uh, they got good programs, certainly. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the Big Ten, everybody thought USC was the, the big get. But Oregon and Washington are both at the top of college football right now. So I think that, uh, uh, you know, So, yeah, I just look at it that uh, uh, the Big Ten is going to be a great race next year. Ohio State has to go out to Oregon. Uh, Michigan has to play Washington. I know that. And, uh, you know, I look at Ohio State's schedule next year, 
and uh, three really, really difficult games uh, at uh, Penn State, at Oregon, and home with Michigan. Uh, you know, it stacks up well for them to be in that in that 11 and one, you know, type area next year. Uh, I mean, they're going to lose a lot of guys off this team. Probably only eight or nine starters back. So, got to fill those gaps. And uh, you know, I mean, you lose a Henderson and a Harrison, that's a lot of your offense right there. So, uh, we'll see how they regroup in the spring. Steve, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Yeah, out of glad your we could do it. Yep. Enjoy the games today, everybody. All right. Steve Hellwagon on 24-7 Sports and BuckDust.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.